This message is brought to you by Croydon Tabernacle, a part of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Our mission is reconciling the individual, community and the nation to God. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord has been really, really good to us. You know, the God has shown again that he doesn't neglect his own. That his own is very precious in his eyes. You know, he has shown again that you and I, we are not just ordinary. We are precious in the sight of God. You know, God knows what we go through. You know, God can feel what you are feeling. He knows when you are sad. He, he knows when you are happy. You know, and he's always there to send his word. You know, and when he sends his word, his word is to deliver us from destructions. So you will all agree with me that God loves us in this house. And let's just thank him again. Let's, let's rise up and just thank him again. Let's put our hands together for God again. Let's, let's, let's worship him. Let's bless him you know, for all those wonderful testimonies. And those fantastic words that God has sent through his servant. You know, it is not, it is not an accident. It is because God loves us. It is because he loves us. And I just want us to appreciate him. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. We give you, we give you all the glory. We give you honor. We give you all the glory. We give you, we give you all the glory. Oh Lord, we worship you. We bless your name forever. You are not worthy to be praised. We give you all the glory. We give you all. We give you all the glory. Lord, you are mighty. Lord, you are excellent. Lord, you are faithful. Lord, you are kind. You are the best. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. Praise God. Praise God. Say praise God. Hallelujah. We worship you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lord, we praise your name. Hallelujah to your name. We worship you. We magnify your name. Praise God. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you. Ah, Lord, with a grateful heart. We just want to say thank you to you, O oh Lord. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for loving us this much. Thank you because we can see you in every situation. Thank you because you do not leave us or forsake us. We are very grateful as a church. We have come back to say thank you. Father, I accept our thanksgiving in Jesus' name. For what we can see that you have done. For what we cannot see that you have done. Ah, Lord, we want to say thank you. Father, I accept our thanksgiving in Jesus' name. On behalf of every single one of, of your children, we want to say thank you. Lord, I accept our thanksgiving in Jesus' name. For sending your word to us, we want to say thank you. Father, accept our thanksgiving in Jesus' name. 
Lord, the entrance of your word, they bring light. And they give understanding unto the simple. Lord, as we read your word again, as we listen to your word again, Holy Spirit, we ask that you yourself, you will minister to us. And only your name alone will be glorified. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to thank God for that, for the opportunity to be standing here again. It's, it's a privilege, and I want to appreciate God, and I want to thank God for the life of our pastors as well. And I want to thank God for the life of everyone as well. Um, God is a good God. I know that God is a good God because he has been good to me. He has been good in my life, and I can see the goodness of God in our life as well, and in our life as a church. You know, um, when the, the man of the servant of God, man of God gave the, um, the, the prophecy this morning, you know, it was, it was mind-blowing because when I knew I was going to be here this morning, you know, I honestly struggled with what to say. I, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed. I was, you know, trying to, to decipher, decipher, think about what God wants, what God wants to say. And it looks as if nothing was coming forth. But eventually God gave me a passage in the Bible. And that passage I was, I began to find some um, definitions about that passage. And not knowing that God already has a plan. God already has a word that he wanted to send to his people. And that's why I will forever thank him. Because he, he can see through us. He can feel what we feel. You know, we are not an accident. You know, we are very important to God. And that's why we must, we must see ourselves as very important. We must not involve in things that will make God to think, ah, this one is precious to me. Why is he behaving like this? It's because we are precious in his sight. And my prayer is that God will help us to hold on to that word. And to run with the word. And not to faint or fake in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, in Hebrews chapter 12, 1 to 3. Hebrews chapter 12, 1 to 3. It says, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility. Consider Jesus who endured, who endured such hostility from sinners, against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You see, this particular passage in Hebrews, you know, when he was talking about people surrounded by a great cloud of witness, you know, he was talking about what had happened in chapter 11. So when we 
get home, we can go and read it. That's why it says, therefore, that is as a result of what he's been talking about. You know, he was talking about a lot of men and women of faith. You know, people who gave their life to serve God. People who, who will follow God no matter what. You know, people who will do what God wants them to do no matter the situation, no matter the circumstances. You know, people who believed God for what God says. Because when God says something, when God sends his word, it is for you and I to believe it, to take it, and to run with it. You know, these are people, you know, people like Abraham, you know, people like that, even that lot, Rahab, it was mentioned in, in that chapter 11. You know, she just, she just happened to be, I would say, in the right place at the right time. And when she heard the word from these men of God, she believed this word. And what she did was to run with the word. She did not discard the word. And that's why despite all the things that she did, her name is still mentioned to today. No people like Abel was mentioned. A lot of people, please go back home and read it. You know, those are the witnesses that the writer of Hebrew was talking about here. He says, he now says, let us lay aside every weight. Let us lay aside. We all know what weight is. So the definition I put down for weight, it says, hold something down, placing a heavy object on top of it. That is, if I want to hold this thing down, if I don't want this thing to fall down. I will place a heavier object on, on top of it so that it doesn't fall down. You know, saying here that we should, we should lay aside every weight. You see, the word of God has come, and it has come, it has come expressly. I don't know the weight that you are carrying. I don't know the weight that any of us are carrying this morning. You know, the weight might be personal. It might be something that you have been trusting God for for years, that you have been praying about. And the answer doesn't seem as, as if it's coming. Yes, it can be a weight because we are human beings. But God is telling us this morning that we should lay aside those weights. You know, the weight can be anything. It can be anything from doing things, carrying things we are not supposed to be carrying. Carrying issues that we are not supposed to be carrying. You know, the word of God, the Bible says it's yea and amen. The word of God is true. Anywhere, anytime, any day. You know, God does not want us to be carrying the weight. I think it was in the uh, workers' meeting this morning, somebody was using uh, Second Timothy to pray. That we should not entangle ourselves with the affairs of this, of this life. So he says, lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. You know, you know yourself more than somebody else will know you. We know what we do that we're not supposed to be doing. And the Bible is saying that, and the sin which so easily, easily that is the things that you just do. Sometimes we even forget, you even forget that the sin is a sin any, any, any longer. You know, sometimes we say, oh, it's, it's just a white lie. It doesn't really matter. You know, he's saying that we should lay it aside every weight. And sin, which so easily ensnares us. He now said, let us run. 
Let us run with endurance the race which is set before us. I will come back to that later. You know, verse 2 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Who are we focusing on? You know, in times like this, your focus is very, very important. You know, the person you are looking to is very, very important. You know, the things you do at times like this is very, very... Why? Remember, because we all have one common goal. We all have just one common goal. And that is to make heaven. And to take as many people as possible with us to heaven. And so for us to be able to do that, our focus must be... It must be one. It must be unique. It must be firm. No, we must not allow anything to distract us from that focus. I don't know why this word is coming. It was difficult for me to, to get this verse, but I believe that this word is the word that God is speaking to us, to you and to me. No, God wants to do wonderful and great things in our lives. He says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. What is an author? An author is the creator or originator of anything written work, such as book or play. And it is also considered a writer. This is author conveys emotions and imparts knowledge using words, turning ideas and concepts into creativity. No, an author is somebody who creates something, who is an original owner of something. And God is telling us that we should look unto Jesus, the author, the one who made you, the one who made me. That in times of crisis, the only person you look up to is Jesus. It doesn't matter how very difficult it may be. The only person you, you look up to, you, you, you take your matters to, is Jesus. He says, the author and finisher. What is a finisher? A, craft, a craftsman who carries out final tasks in a manufacturing process. Here, you know, Jesus is the finisher. Jesus makes perfect everything. He makes perfect what you think is difficult if you keep your focus on him. So at this time that we are in, you know, the word of God is that our focus must not waver. You know, it's obvious because God loves us. That's why the words are coming. That's why he even sent somebody from a, from the, a very, very far place to come and speak to you and I. So please, my brethren, let us listen to the word of God. You know, let us hear what God is saying. It is crucial. Sometimes association can be detrimental. When we, when we try to do things by association, and when we know that those things that we are doing by association is not right, that is where we need to be very careful. 
Now, this is one of, one of the most important days, believe me, in the life of this church. Why? Because I can see God, God's love. He doesn't want any of us to perish. He doesn't want any of us, maybe out of not knowing, to go and do what we're not supposed to do. You know, the prophecy says, it says, cross your leg and stay where you are. I don't know, anybody may, may have been thinking of leaving. Take this word of God and run with it. It doesn't matter who the person is. When God speaks, he speaks to everybody. He's not saying, oh, it is um, the children. He's speaking to all of us. And it's our duty to listen to what God is saying so that we will prosper. You know, in um, in Second Corinthians chapter three, verse eighteen. Second Corinthians three eighteen says, "But we all, with unveiled face, it says, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed to the same image, from glory to glory." just as by the Spirit of the Lord. I remember um, Baba, what's the name of? Ah, I've forgotten the name of. Um, he was there for one of our provisions meeting, and he said, Baba, Ade, Baba Adebara. No, he said something about, about this passage. He said, who you behold is you, who you become. You know, who you see every day. Gradually or unknowingly, you become you begin to behave or act like that person. You know, I when he said that, you know, I thought about about, about some things I do now that I've seen my father did when he was alive, when I was young. You know, something I'll just do that thing. I'll now come back to my house and say, ah, my dad used to do this. My dad used to say this. My dad used to make this, this comment. And in that verse of our main text, we're now saying, looking unto Jesus. Who do we look at? Who do we connect with? Because at the end of the day, who we behold all the time? You know, when you are looking at the mirror, you are seeing yourself. Like this passage is saying, says, unveiled faces beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. You know, God has bestowed his glory on our lives that the enemy cannot take away. But we as children of God, we need to be careful so that we do not allow the enemy to take away that glory from our lives. That we do not allow the enemy to move us away from our position. Because God wants to do great things among us. Believe me, what is happening now will be, will be, a, will be history. That by the time we, be, we begin to say, you will be saying, God, glory be to your name. Is this what you want to do? 
that is making us to go through this. And that is why our focus must be Jesus. It must completely be him. Paradventure, yes. We might have, you know, one way or the other. I have the sin which the Bible said in that verse 1 there that so easily ensnares us to say things that we're not supposed to say. Or do things against somebody that we are not supposed to do. Do you know what? It is because God loves us. And that's why he has sent his word to us. So that we can quickly correct it now. Now. You know, the church of God, we, all of us, we ought to love one another unreservedly, no matter what, without any reservation. And that is what the Lord is saying. Why? Because he first loved us. Because he loves you and I so much. You see, the more I'm thinking about this word, the more, the more it's making me to, I don't know. I, I just believe God, God is saying something to you and I. And we need to take it very seriously. Very, very seriously. No matter who we are. Even to our pastors, to every minister, every one of us. God is speaking to us. It is no longer a, a joking matter. It is reality. It is reality. And we need to take it serious. Because God wants to do wonderful things in this parish, in this community. In the name that is above every other name, we will not be cursed. In the mighty name. We will not be cursed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because this is important. Remember those people of faith that I was talking about in chapter 11? No, we were talking about people, people who they just believed God. Even the things they believed God for, some of them, they did not see the thing happen in their day. Some of them died without seeing the manifestation. But they still believed. They still held on to that belief. The love of God is unquestionable for you and I. And we need to take it seriously. And the word he has given to us, we need to take it and run with it. That shows we love him. But if we take that word and we do nothing to it, it means we don't love him. My prayer is that God himself will help us. He will help us to remain resolute in him. He will help us, he will keep us to be unmovable, unyielding, and always abiding in the work of the Lord. And that's my prayer for, you, for, for every one of us, even for myself. Because it's time for God is ready to do what he wants to do. This is clear. He wants to do mighty things. If you have made mistakes, please let us correct that mistake. It is important. It is important. And I'm talking to myself as well. It is important. And my prayer is that God will help us. He will equip us for this work ahead. In the mighty name of Jesus. We will not fall by the wayside. And his grace will be sufficient for, for us. In the mighty name of Jesus. It shall be well with us. It shall be well with the foot of our womb. In the mighty name of Jesus. The enemy will not save us. In the mighty name of Jesus. The truth of the matter is that deep down, all of us will love each other so much. But we are allowing the enemy to sow seeds. To sow seeds of this God. May God continue to help us. 
in the mind. Please, let's just use some few minutes to pray again. Let's pray. Thank you for listening. We hope that you were ministered to through this message. If you have any comments on this presentation or would like to contact us, our address is 38 to 40 Parsons Meet, West Croydon, CR03SL. To speak to a member of our team, you can call us on 0208-688-466. Our website address is www.croydontabernacle.org.uk. Thank you and God bless.